Welcome to Canada's podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Schneider Electric, supporting Canadian businesses with innovative energy management and automation solutions. Schneider Electric, your digital partner for sustainability and efficiency. Hello and welcome to Edmonton's podcast with Mario Tonaguzzi on Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today is Vanessa Marshall, who is CEO of Jack 59 in Edmonton. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Vanessa. Thanks for having us, Mario. Well, tell me what Jack 59 is and what you do. All right. Uh, Jack 59, uh, we're a sustainable company, so we focus on sustainable hair care. We do have some other body care items that we make. Uh, yeah, we we love to create new items that are sustainable. We have a little bit of a, you know, some of our items are available for refill if we have a packaging that we can't, uh, that we can't eliminate 100%. So, um, yeah, we try to put the actual goodness into the sustainable products so that people, it's an easy transition for people to lower their uh, carbon footprint so uh so things like uh like shampoos and conditioners that type of stuff yeah so and we're actually uh, we have a few new items that are in the works i'm going to give you a little sneak peek of one of them because they're super cute so <laughs> this is one of our this is like a, a packaging a typical packaging that we would have just a paper packaging so we have four hair masks so they're a little oh. hurt and um, so you'll get four of them in there. It's super like top secret still. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we have like hair masks, uh, leave-in conditioner. We are just about to release a couple body wash bars. Um, we have a hair oil treatment. We have lots of goodies. We're coming up with some dog shampoos. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. We're, we actually, uh, one of our creations that I'm really proud of is our shower container. So it's actually, it looks like it's plastic and the, the lid becomes the base, but it's actually 100% home compostable. So it's made out of sugars and starches and eventually it will just biodegrade. When did uh, Jack 59 start? So we've been around since about 2015, early in 2015. Uh, it took me a little while to get my focus onto what I actually wanted to make. We dabbled in all kinds of beauty products, lotions, uh, bath bombs, whatnot. But um, it was my own personal experience, actually, that got me into the, the hair care, really the shampoo bars. The shampoo and conditioner bars are our main focus. That's really what our you know, that's our main product. That's what we love to always, um, you know, offer to people and keep improving it as we learn. So how did you like, like started? Like why, what was uh, the reason to, for beginning this uh, journey? So in the, in the very beginning, I'm actually a dental assistant by trade. Oh. So I, my, but my child was in daycare all day and I, had gone to um, the University of Alberta to do pre-med to be a dentist, but I, I, I went to go visit an old dentist and realized they were in the same, same doing the exact same things in the same office. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just can't, I can't live with that. It wasn't something that I'm kind of an adventurous spirit. I need to, I need to have change and creativity in my life. And it just wasn't going to happen. So I actually just 
went back to dental assisting and then eventually I just quit. Um, I called my boss and said, I'm not coming back. I, I can't do this anymore. I, so I got to have my daughter at home and then, but then I got bored and I needed to come up with something. So this really made sense for me. Um, I love the creativity. I have a, a, you know, doing the pre-med gave me a lot of chemistry uh, background. So mm. it was also very intriguing to know, you know, to kind of dabble into what other people were doing and, and realizing like, hmm, this could be done better. So, and then eventually a few years into the business, when I really started to focus on the hair care was because uh, we were actually traveling and I had a shampoo bar with me from another company um, and it drove my scalp bonkers. Uh, it, I was, it was terrible. I was itching. I was so annoyed. So we actually had to go purchase some, you know, liquid shampoo and then it really made me kind of like, okay, like what's happening here? Why, why is this, you know, so irritating? So it was, you know, it literally took me a matter of maybe 10, 15 minutes of research and I knew instantly what was the problem. So, and, and I kind of had that aha moment. This is it. This is, this is the product that I want to make and improve. And I couldn't find an option in the world that was focused on the hair care as opposed to just the sustainability portion. Yeah. Yeah, it was you know, became, it became Jack 59. And uh, I call, I, I say that's when we truly began because that's when my passion really um, became apparent for the products. So yeah, that was, that was how we came about. So tell me like, where does Jack 59 come from? What does that, <laughs> that name signify? All right. So when we started, um, <laughs> We, okay, so before we started, I should say, we lived in northern Alberta, a very rural area, and the little dog came out of the forest, and he was not doing great, he was starving, and hitchhikers all over him, and my daughter, who was four at the time, convinced me to take him in and fix him up, so we did, and, um, you know, I was like, we're not going to keep him, we're going to take him to the pound when he's all fixed <laughs> up, of course, that didn't happen, so um, I said, you need to pick a name for him, and she just blurted it out, Jack. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like interesting name for a dog. Makes me wonder where the other 58 were, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that little puppy though didn't stick around, kind of pulled a little hobo and and left us. Oh wow. That, that day. So like literally that she named him and then he was gone. And she was heartbroken. She cried on me. I'm not kidding for probably two weeks straight. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Uh, situation. We searched for him, but we couldn't find him. So it, it's very common in the rural, in those towns, for dogs to just kind of wander away and then wander back home. So we hope that he was doing fine and all. But years later, when we started the company, we were looking for a very unique name. And she kind of came up to us all like, you know, sulky and said, can we just use the name Jack 59 so that we can remember him forever? And at first I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> but when I started processing it, it really sounded like a name that belonged in a salon. And really that's where we wanted to focus on was, was true professional hair care, salon quality. So we, we kept it and um, it's grown ever since. And I'll actually give you a little tidbit, a little inside um, information. So we're actually releasing a sub-brand right away called Mila by Jack 59. So my daughter throughout COVID has experienced some mental health issues and challenges and some anxiety. Uh, 
through just, you know, not being with her. She's 11 now. So just being away from her friends and stuff has created some issues. So we put her into counseling and um, she's doing great. I'm not, she's, she's doing really well, but we got her a little emotional support puppy. So, and she's tiny. She's a little tiny black puppy. Uh, she's half Shih Tzu, half Yorkie, and she named her Mila. So we thought it was really fitting that we did the sub brand with her new puppy. So yeah, it's going to be some accessories. We're going to have some hair care, some scrunchies, um, some towel wraps, some, some really fun products in there. So we'll be releasing that probably it's, it's going to be a little while, maybe a month or two still, but yeah, new things coming. At Schneider Electric, we empower Canadian businesses to utilize energy and resources efficiently. Schneider Electric, the future of energy. And just uh, to let people know, um, we are taping this interview on May 28th. Uh, so uh, so uh, it'll, uh, it'll appear at a, at a future time, but uh, I'm sure that uh, that stuff will be out there uh, at that time. Um, Tell me what you like about being an entrepreneur, Vanessa. Ah, oh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, it, it's an amazing feeling. Uh, there's a, you work twice as hard. Yeah. <laughs> you have twice the amount of stress that you would have at a normal job, but the rewards are beyond anything that I can describe. Um, I mean, now we're, you know, we're getting into a part where there's like a financial aspect that can be, you know, up and down. You really have to have a certain type of personality to really be able to jump in and take some risks that yeah. maybe the average person wouldn't take. So, you know, maybe I'm a bit of a addictive personality. So <laughs> having those kind of uh, little adrenaline rushes and like, we're going to do this and you get into creating a product and it's, it's super exciting. Then there's another aspect of it where we've actually grown this amazing team of women. So um, that that is super important to me. I, you know, as a woman um, in working in the world, while I went through um, having children and whatnot, I've lost positions in my life just because uh, my husband was the breadwinner. If we had a sick child, I was the one who had to stay home. Yeah. Especially in the dental field, there's not much leeway. You know, there's there's no there's no patience or um, compassion for that. So. Yeah, I um, I'm able to provide them with you know a stable work environment where we can we can become a team and you know and make decisions together. I I, I love having their involvement. Um, yeah, and then we also have the opportunity where if somebody needs to take the day off, they can take the day off, and I don't I don't have to be like you know I'm not you know I don't need anything. If you need the day off, you tell me you want the day off, and you can have the yeah. day off. Yeah. And the girls, you know, you would, people are like, well, don't they take advantage of that? And it, it doesn't really happen because when you enjoy being at your job, um, you know, you'll take the, the time you need and you'll be here, you know, for the rest of it. So yeah, the, yeah it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. What is, uh, you know, when you look at uh, your journey in, in this entrepreneurial world, what areas kind of helped you along that path? Like, were there people that gave you advice and certain pieces of advice that you remember the most or that resonated with you? Absolutely. Um, you know, my, my father was an entrepreneur. 
uh, most of my, like my sister is an entrepreneur. My brother is an entrepreneur. So my whole family really are yeah. entrepreneurs. So that, that's always kind of been ingrained in me as to, you know, that that is a potential lifestyle. Other women, I, I follow a lot of other companies. So I'm actually Métis. So my mom is full Cree. So mm. I follow and listen to a lot of other Aboriginal women entrepreneurs. Um, you know, to name a couple, there, there's one in particular, um, the owner of Satya Organics. She's an amazing lady. She does speeches. Um, yeah, I'm in a group of women called the No Women. Uh, I don't get to participate as much as I'd like to because I'm very busy, but really finding your people, you know, finding like-minded women, um, really not taking no for an answer. There's, you know, I, I think there's, there's also just a personality type that, um, yeah. uh, I, I don't often talk about this and I don't like this to be a focus, but I actually have a, a background in addiction. And, um, so through through my dealings with that, those those personality traits uh, can really be turned around, and they can really be put into a positive aspect. So really, that's what happened. And and I talk about having an addictive personality. It kind of helps because you really want to like when you find something that's positive, and you focus that energy towards it. You can really you you have the tenacity and the and the you know the drive to to get it done. And yeah. that is a very unique characteristic for an entrepreneur. So, yeah, no, that's it. That's interesting. So, I'm curious, um, uh, your other family members, what kind of businesses did they have? Yeah, for sure. So, my dad owned a, an electrical company for most of my life, and uh, so my husband actually did his uh, apprenticeship through my father. So now my husband is also an electrician. Uh, my sister owns a coffee shop in High Prairie, Alberta. So that uh, that little shop is called Fresh Inspirations. It's a gorgeous shop. She's an amazingly creative woman. So she's very passionate about that. Um, and my brother is in the oil field industry. So he has a couple businesses. He has a picker truck and um, he does some lumber and whatnot. He has a little mill. And yeah, so very, very... Um, prosperous companies for sure yeah so it's uh obviously quite nice and, and great to have uh you know people close to you that are sharing kind of the journey with you right and uh, yeah yeah absolutely because there's challenges that uh, that you know that you know if you're not an entrepreneur you wouldn't you wouldn't understand it and there's also passions that you get to share that other people don't necessarily understand. Right. So you, <laughs> sometimes my husband is like, Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, you're talking about the, 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 you know, the things that make me super excited about the business. So yeah, it's great to have that support. And yeah. What, what are you, uh, do you think uh, since you started the business, what have been the biggest challenges you've faced uh, being an entrepreneur? Uh, well, I'll tell so one of the biggest challenges is definitely uh, financial. I mean, in order to expand and grow a company, you need to have that, you know, capital income. So 
I've been very fortunate because I'm Métis in Alberta, there's a company called the Peter Gosan. So they, um, they offer business loans. And part of that is a grant to entrepreneurs who are um, doing businesses in, in different, uh, I, I believe there's different categories and whatnot, but yeah. So we've actually been fortunate to, um, to be accepted for a couple loans to go through our expansion. So a portion of that is a grant, which I, I'm like, I am forever grateful for because it was really, um, it was really our kickstart that really got us started. Um, so yeah, that, that definitely is one of the, one of the biggest challenges. I mean, it is what it is. It, you need money to expand and yeah. that, you know, so yeah, very grateful for that. Um, I mean, there's always challenges, I guess, knowing knowing how to grow and knowing at what rate to grow that's a that's a really big challenge and we're you know when it comes down so i have a wonderful team we have a social media team uh we have a, a media team i have the team of girls here but often uh i just i'm still wearing a lot of hats so yeah i i mean and i mean but i always wanted to keep there's a big part there's two parts that are super important to me of this company. One of them is the person-to-person -person, uh, communication with our clients and our customers. I always wanted to be on that front line. So if, if any person who purchases one of our products has something that they need, uh, you know, questions or feedback or something's not 100% working for them, I want to be that person to answer that question. If they can call me, I put my phone number everywhere. So that because I wanted that, isn't isn't it the most frustrating thing to you yeah. know to love a product, but you have an issue and you can't talk to somebody about it. You don't yeah. respond. It's the worst feeling ever. So yeah. I always wanted to maintain that. It it is a little challenging time wise, but I I will do that for as long as I can and as much as I can. And mm -hmm. the other challenge is I still formulate all of our new products. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's you know we have to go through working out the formula itself. We have to go through the testing. And then I actually have to go through creating the packaging for that because there's a lot of technical names and stuff that, you know, I, I haven't incorporated somebody into my team yet to do that. It's like, it's like giving away little pieces of your babies. So yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to give that one away yet. No. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we overcome all of our challenges and, and yeah. we grow and move on and, yeah, and new ones come along. <laughs> well, new ones come along. And we've had a big one here in the last year or so, right, with the pandemic. I'm just curious of, um, you know, Vanessa, what do you think you've learned as a as a business uh, owner uh, uh, throughout this uh, year and a bit uh, through the pandemic? Uh, you know, one of the biggest things is really to trust my myself. Uh, we have had some consultants come on board. I'm I'm all about getting feedback and, and listening to people in groups and whatnot. But I've also had gut feelings about certain things and I've listened to other people. Yeah. And and I feel like the, those were some of our biggest mistakes. So it's staying true to myself and and where I want the company to go um, is really important. That I learned that through because so when COVID hit, we really had to um, uh, pivot to, sorry, 
we really had to pivot. Uh, we didn't have any packaging in the very beginning. And I wanted to keep it like that because our focus is, you know, sustainability. We don't, you know, we, that wasn't our intention. But we, so we have probably 150 retail locations across Canada. Oh. And some of our retailers were finding uh, that people were not trusting our product in the sense that they didn't want to touch it or they thought somebody else maybe touched it because there was no packaging. Oh, I see. So, so that was one of our biggest COVID challenges is we, I, we really just took, we dove in, we created paper packaging for all of our products. Uh, so we did a rebrand at the same time. We brought on an amazing branding company called Curio Studios. Um, they're, they're a fantastic company. They're actually doing the rebrand, or not the rebrand, the new branding for our sub-brand Mila now. So, yeah, I mean, we were super fortunate. People started focusing more on buying local through COVID. Um, mm-hmm. We had great push from all of our local people supporting us. We did the rebrand. And, and we are one of the fortunate companies that we, and we increased our staff from three wow. staff members to we have now have eight. So, yeah, I mean, we've been very fortunate through COVID and, and again, all new challenges, but, but we're here and we're doing oh, great. You're happy you didn't get into the dentistry area then. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of dentist offices getting closed where we are here. So <laughs> yeah. a, a wise and uh, career choice, obviously. <laughs> and I can't imagine my, my spirit if I was, you know, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm happy. It was, it was a great choice for sure. Super. Well, thanks a lot for joining us today, Vanessa. That was great. Thank you, Mario. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Okay, super. That was Vanessa Marshall, who is CEO of Jack 59 in Edmonton. This has been Edmonton's podcast with Mario Taniguzzi on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today. This podcast is brought to you by Schneider Electric, supporting Canadian businesses with innovative energy management and automation solutions. Schneider Electric, your digital partner for sustainability and efficiency.